0: Welcome to the Mustang Owners Podcast. And now your host, Steve Hall.
1: Hi, this is Steve Hall with the Mustang Owners Museum. And today we're going to be joined by a couple people who uh, I think in the next few months, you're probably going to learn a little bit more about them and a lot more about their connections to the Mustang hobby. As these are the gentlemen that are actually going to be taking over Mustang week and uh, so I'd like to, in, to uh, welcome both uh, Lloyd Hunt and Ivan Cota to, um, to, our, to our podcast. Hey, Steve. Thanks for having us, man. We're really excited about it. Well, Thanks, we're looking forward to it because, of course, um, in, in the Mustang hobby, once you're in the Mustang world, you're, you're part of the family, as it were. And obviously, people are going to want to get to know more about you guys because I think, yeah, for, in, some, in some instances, you may be a little bit in the background as far as the Mustang enthusiasts are such. So I'm hoping if you don't mind, let's just start off if you don't mind. Tell us a little bit about your what, you know, your company, uh, what your guys, a little bit about your background. So it's like, you know, I, I want to kind of just share if you don't, if you don't mind sharing, uh, you know, a little bit so that people get to know a little bit more about you. Because I think it's important to know that, you know, the Mustang week is going to be in great hands and a lot of things moving forward. But I think it'll be great that the enthusiasts who are going to listen to and hear our podcast know that, uh, you know, we, we get, you get these guys are going to be doing, they know what they're doing. And I think that's always the, you know, you want to make sure, I think people feel more comfortable by knowing more about you. So if you don't mind, uh, just, you know, tell us a little bit about your, you know your, the thought process to doing this and a little bit more to, uh, you know, who you guys are and your background.
2: Yeah, no, absolutely. I'll start off, um, you know, <sighs> For those of us who can't see us, I'm Lloyd, Lloyd Hunt. I'm the uh, Chief Revenue Officer for Power Automedia, which is the organization um, that a lot of you may not necessarily know, but uh, Power Automedia itself publishes online content across nine uh, different automotive digital brands. Um, if you go there, you're probably familiar with maybe some of our brands like FordMuscle.com, Dragazine.com, um, to name a few um you know so we're we've been around now for gosh i want to say about 16 maybe 17 years now and i personally been with the company since 2007 and luckily uh a couple of years ago uh ivan uh, a couple of other folks and myself uh we were offered the opportunity to uh to acquire the company from the original owner james lawrence who um he's uh he's got his new company that he's starting with but then he's also uh chairman of the board for for SEMA so if you're uh, if you're in the space you're you're probably already familiar with them uh but we're we're super excited um you know automotive enthusiasts about you know about what we're doing in our space as well as with mustang week and, and you know Steve, thanks for giving us a little bit of uh props there of knowing what we're doing you know as with any kind of hot rodder that's out there i think a lot of times you just kind of figure it out as you're going and luckily you know we do have a great you know uh relationship with with rodney and mike and they're, they're there. I mean, they're a guiding light for us, kind of like a lighthouse, and they're, they're helping leading us in the right path so that way we know what the past 21 years look like for Mustang Week and, and how we can be successful, you know, going forward. Um, so we're, like I said, just really excited about it.
1: Well, Matt, like I said, that said you said, I think it's important that, uh, that people do get to know who you guys are. And so, Ivan, can you tell us a little bit about your background?
0: Yeah, of course. Thanks, Steve. Um well, you know, I, I think it's pretty important to note that Mustang is probably what started me down this path. Um uh about 10 years ago. Uh well wow, actually fi- almost 15 years going on now. So um long time enthusiast. Uh I absolutely love everything to do with racing, whether it's on two wheels or four wheels, uh on or off-road. But uh I've been a long, long time Mustang enthusiast and have owned I don't know five six seven different uh mustangs over the years and um like i mentioned mustang is is what got me started into really the deep end of hot riding um and since you know i've been modifying vehicles heavily um for for powered on media and its brands and uh more specifically on uh, fordmuscle.com um but yeah outside of that that's 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 kind of me in a nutshell um really just nuts about the industry and uh embracing itself
1: well obviously there's there's a lot of folks that are in that camp and so they enjoy um the passion i guess is the word that i like to use passion for the car because you know when i first bought my very first car going to college it was a mustang and i didn't realize now you know here i am almost 50 years later and i'm knee deep in mustangs myself as far as the museum and our podcasts and the events and things that we do put on, so it does it does start to overwhelm. It can over. And I don't want to use the word overwhelm, but it certainly can consume a person because uh, because it's so it's so passionate. And the neat thing, of course, is that the enthusiasts themselves are some of the greatest people in the world, and it's amazing how many friends you make around the world and the country as you get involved with Mustang because it's a, it's a it is I don't say it's, it's, well, it's almost universal product basically. It's something that uh, anywhere and everywhere you go, there's going to be certainly Mustang enthusiasts, Mustang clubs, uh, and Mustang car shows even outside of the United States. And so going into that, um, obviously, uh, looking at Mustang Week, uh, it's been a very, very successful event. It, uh, it has really galvanized the Mustang hobby. Uh, it's, it's one of the biggest events. It's, it's almost like I, I almost equate Mustang Week to be like, Daytona is for NASCAR. It's one of the bigger events that that, that does go on. Uh, it's well, you know, it, it's it's well received by the enthusiasts, and uh, because of that, I think a lot of people are extremely sad to hear that uh, the the uh, the three amigos were kind of looking to uh, retire. And so I was kind of curious if you don't mind if if we're not if we're not asking something that's a little off off uh, off path. But what led you guys to think about Mustang Week and think that this is an asset? Uh, and we're happy you did, believe me. But I was just kind of curious, how did you guys come come across the idea of saying, you know, this is something we should look into or this is something that we should be part of? And I was kind of curious if you don't mind, if you don't mind sharing some of that.
2: Um, you know, I think that's a very fair question. Uh, it's a complex one. Uh, but when it comes down to it, uh, from, the, from the publishing side of our business, uh, you know, Ford muscle um as well as going back to one of our original brands Sting TV uh we have been doing coverage of Mustang Week for number of years so we obviously were very familiar with what it was and when we heard that you know this this legacy was was on its way out you know we started com- you know communicating internally here about what a shame that was and you know <laughs> We also kind of stood back and said, "Boy, that's 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 a, a a wicked web that you get into once you get into the event side of stuff because there's a lot going on there." Um, but we committed to the idea of of becoming um, event producers, not just publishers of of amazing content, but become event producers because it aligns so well with Ford Muscle and being able to to create incredible content for not only our readers there but then also an opportunity for us to be part of a legacy right to make sure that something that's been going on which in in our eyes here steve we look at mustang week as as being the largest you know mustang show in the world and and having been around for 21 years it obviously carries um a lot of passion from the tribal community that's that has devoted for the past 21 years going to this event and that's I mean there's there's a lot to be spoken about that alone uh, but um but yeah I mean we kind of looked at it and said what a great opportunity for us to be part of something really amazing and to help take it another 21 years um not saying that 21 years from now we're going to be looking to get out of it because that's not the point but it's just how do we con- how do we put our mark on it and how do we you know make this this show, you know, continue with what it is, with not like these ideas of grandeur that we're going to go and make these these big changes. It's pretty perfect already. There are some fine tuning that, you know, things that can happen. But for a show that's been lasting for 21 years, it's gone through a lot of changes. Um, it's built. um you know vacations for people it's built memories it's built friendships it's built relationships you know people getting together getting married because of it i mean it's there's so much going on with mustang week that when it just came to us we said we got to be part of this so it made it a real simple decision for us hear that believe it or not summer is just around the corner
1: Well, and that's that was the, I think the biggest thing that uh, the hobby itself was concerned because uh, by and large, I don't think anybody wants to see Mustang Week go away, But at the same time, then you you say, as well, it's not as simple as somebody stepping up and raising their hand and say, "I'll do it, uh, because as you said, is it's, it's uh, you start getting involved with events. It can become very complex, uh, and uh, you you find things coming from different directions a little bit as it work. But the key is is having people that have understand that and had the acumen in the background to 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 adjust and work forward from there and, and understand the enthusiast's passion. I think that's the biggest point is that they can appreciate and understand where the enthusiasts are coming from because you're right. People are look at this as this is their vacation. People are coming here to see their friends that they haven't seen in a year. Um, it's 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 uh, that important to the hobby itself. And the key was, as you said, is to have someone come in or a company come in and continue the legacy. Uh, doesn't necessarily need to do a 180 or anything to it, um, per se. Um, I mean, a little I'm sure changes may happen to a degree, but it's really more or less people want to go and they want to feel, hey, we want to we wanna get comfortable. They want to get to know you guys. They want you to, you to know them uh, so that this can continue for another 21 years and uh so there, there's just so much opportunity with this event that having someone with the background and i think the thing is that i that as you were speaking i realized you know you know rodney mike and, and brad they did all this from scratch they came up with the idea they had it they went from scratch to say okay we're going to do this and this and this and i'm sure in you know, over years it had a progression with more people and more connections more assets but can you imagine having a company that comes in that's already been doing not necessarily the event, but already has the assets and the understanding and the connections within the hobby? Those are just going to be able to help build a better, better—I shouldn't say better, but a, a bigger platform for the enthusiasts. So that I, I, I would think that that means that there's going to be more assets that eventually will kind of be developed into because of the relationships that you have. With other suppliers, other other manufacturers, things of that nature, you know, and, and same with you know, even just in the journalism area, and in with the influencers, and I think that just to to me, I think it just means this this is, has an opportunity to become a, a bigger bigger asset and a bigger connection to the hobby. So I, I hope I'm not getting off base with some of those comments because I'm excited to see um, your involvement because I think it's going to be a betterment for the event. Not that there's anything wrong with the event. But, you know, we've all done, those that have done events, which should always be the first to tell you, it can be done a little bit different here and there. And, you know, because you, you can't satisfy everybody, but you try to serve and 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 serve the most, enthusiasts as such. So with that, I was kind of, kind of curious, What are, are there some things that um, you feel comfortable? I mean, do, do you guys, I, I know we, we're, we're going to talk again during the year and get more details, but are dates in place for next year or for this year? Uh, what kind of, you know, save the date information can you provide so that people can start kind of thinking about, oh, wait a minute, I start putting it on their calendar. So uh, some people may be aware of this, but I don't know if everyone is. So do you mind kind of sharing some of that information?
2: Yeah, not not a problem. I mean, to, to your point, you know, um, uh, you can have. For example, you can you can get 50 engine builders that are out there and ask them all to build a small block Ford, and they're all going to tell you 50 different ways to build one. And the same thing with you know events. You know, you can get, you know, various different people out there, put it all together, and they're all going to tell you what you can do better, what you can't, and what you shouldn't do, and so forth. But you don't really know until you start getting in there and uh, you know, start doing some things. You know, Ivan and I, you know, have had long conversations about. About the event itself, as well as my, you know, our other partners, uh, Scott Parker, Kevin McIntosh, and Andrew Almazam. Uh, there's a total of five of us that are here uh, that that own the company, and then we have a staff of editors and you know various other people here in in uh, our California office. But um, you know, overall, we all agree that we don't want to do anything to Mustang Week unless it makes the experience for both the participants and the people that are coming to the show and the 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 vendors or the sponsors that are there if it doesn't add value and make a better experience then we're really not interested in doing it. So so that's that's some kind of things that you think about that whatever choices and that we have in front of us to make decisions whatever the options are it's always going to have does this make the experience better? And if the answer is yes, great. Let's figure out how we make it happen. If the answer is no, then it goes away. We're not interested. Um, but to the point of like events and what we're going to be doing, uh, our itinerary, the schedule per se. Uh, so yeah, so we've got a couple different things that are already locked and loaded, ready to go. Uh, some other things we're still fine tuning. Uh, so the the event obviously is September 4th through the 9th. Uh, so that's uh, in September, the first week uh monday through saturday and uh on monday night we'll be hosting um a party at twin peaks and we'll be partnering with uh, cobra sam uh i've had lots of conversations with him as well as lots of other folks that are you know both uh club owners members groups and so forth and and we're really building a lot of uh collaboration and communication between all those groups um so we'll be hosting a party there. We'll um you know we'll have some giveaways. We'll you know Cobra Sam's going to be a very dynamic individual and he'll have his bullhorn and he'll be you know getting people excited and and energized about uh, what's you know about the show and what's going to come from it. Um Tuesday night we're still working on what we're going to do on Tuesday. Um you know there's there's all sorts of options that are there but we're still working through Tuesday. Uh, Wednesday really excited about what we're going to be doing on Wednesday. So we'll be obviously hosting a party again on Wednesday, like we've done in the past, but this year it's going to be at player one up there uh, in Merrill's Inlet and uh, Howard and Stacy are the owners of player one up there. And I've talked with the, uh, the mall uh, management there. Um, So there's some changes that are happening at the mall. So there's kind of up in the air, what's what's going on there, but there's an enormous amount of parking and there's great opportunity for people to come and engage with us at our, at our event Um, but then they can also go down to, um, suck bang blow, which is where, uh, the retro meet. uh, Harris Lou is putting on his retro meet, And we know that that's a a lot of fun, but one of the things that we're gonna be doing on Wednesday that I think, uh, everybody's gonna appreciate is that, that we have chartered a shuttle, uh, a company called coastline entertainment and and us are, are working together where every 30 minutes there'll be loops that they'll be making. And we'll be doing this for five hours, uh, on Wednesday night. Uh, so you will be able to, you know, go and park your car, go to player one up, have, have some food, have a couple of cocktails, um, hop on the shuttle, go down to the beaver bar. If you want to get off there, you can, um, or they'll pick up people, then they'll take you down to, I think it's drunken Jack's or, or the Marina area. And then a circle back up to suck bang, blow. And it just picks up people and drops people off for the next five hours. And that'll be basically it's about a 20 to 30 minute loop uh, when you start factoring in the distance and and some probable uh, traffic. But the whole idea there was is to, to one, help the community. If, if anybody is not able to, to walk that quarter mile from player one up to Suckbag blow, then they have an opportunity to take that shuttle. Um, also helps keep people, uh, from crossing the street, uh, unsafely, keeps people out of the K rail area. And just really you know adds value again that 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 it, it increases the experience for people. Um, so that's something that we're doing that's completely different than than what has been done in the past. That's on Wednesday. Then Thursday is going to be uh, setup day. Uh, so we'll have setup day at the mall where you know, all the sponsors will be coming in and setting up their booths. But we'll also have um, at Darlington Dragway. We're going to have an all-day event so we're working with bfg they're going to be doing the and and ivan can talk more about that particular event but we'll be doing the autocross uh at darlington dragway um and then we're going to be doing a couple of events drag racing wise so we're putting together uh, you know obviously you're going to have your your test and tune so we'll, we'll do some test and tune stuff there but uh, i'm working with justin from nc stangs and he's going to put together the cruise for people to drive from Myrtle Beach to Darlington Dragway. And once they get there, they start drag racing. There's going to be a competitive element to this. Uh, it's gonna be a cruise and drag. And uh, you know, there's gonna be awards, people can win awards, and we're, we're gonna have uh some lenient rules. It's not gonna be, you know, rules that makes it, you know, non-enjoyable. We're still gonna have a good time, but people can can compete and have a good time racing uh down the down the strip there. Um, And then Friday, obviously, the show Saturday uh, will be awards as well uh, for all the cars that were judged. Now, at each one of the locations I was talking about at Twin Peaks, at um, Player One Up, and then also at the uh, the Dragway, we're going to have uh, opportunities for you to buy shirts and other apparel that we'll have there. But one of the things that we're doing differently this year is, is that we will have a will call option. So our new website for Mustang Week will be going up, hopefully within the next thirty days, uh, where you'll be able to register for the show. But then you can also pre-order your shirts, and you can will call them at the show. Now, if you don't take advantage of that, we're also going to be able to accept credit cards. So I think that those are like some some changes that we're we're making that uh, people will appreciate, and it and it improves upon the experience. I think
1: it's a great idea that you allow people to start to. uh order their shirts uh i know sometimes people are a little disappointed because they come in on saturday because that's how their schedule allows them to work wise or distance to travel or what have you or the expense of travel and they're out of shirts or they're out of a certain size so i, I know that that's one thing that i think a lot of people want to be it's, it's it sounds like a little thing but it's like going to disney and you can't get a mickey mouse shirt it's like i'm going to mustang week and i can't get a mustang week shirt they'd be really be kind of they really become quite disappointed that's probably the one little area that i think uh i'm glad to hear that you've seen it and, and kind of adjust a little bit because i think people will certainly take advantage of it and at the same time you know i i, I haven't done the events and what have you i know it helps you because you want to make sure people do have a great experience and that t-shirt it, 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 it can make or break someone's event. It sounds as crazy as that may sound. It's just a teacher, but it's important to people. And, and if it's important, it needs to be, you know, needs to be taken care of, so to speak, or done, especially if you can do something like this. So a will call makes a lot of sense. And so, obviously, you guys are already starting to kind of look at the event itself and doing some homework and seeing some little 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 t- tweaks, as it were. Um, again, that, you know, it, it, it's these are minor. Uh the, the 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 backbone to the event is still there, but these little these little tweaks I think makes it so that more people are a little bit more enjoyable. But I also think it also shows that you guys are looking at this into how to enhance the event for the enthusiasts. And uh, obviously during the event you'll hear you'll hear all kinds of more things I'm sure. But uh, you guys are certainly uh, taking the time to look and say you know what this is something that we can certainly adjust to or we can tweak without having to really disrupt the event itself or make a big change to it. So so I applaud you for that. And I think people are going to start to appreciate once they learn these things that, you know, the, the group is coming in here. They're really doing some things that's going to be for the enthusiasts. Because like you said, um, if it makes sense, you do it. If it, it's just adding more work to it and doesn't enhance the event, why do it? Because, uh, you know, you, you really want to enhance the event for the enthusiasts and such. So I think that's, that's good to hear. So where where again just just i some of these questions might be a little, a little redundant um but is it, are we going back to the mall are we going to the convention center um where where are we going to go that week of uh in September
2: Yeah so we'll be back at the mall like it was last year um you know we think that that we we know that there's been some some challenges in the past um and one um one big initiative for us is to to build a good relationship with the city of Myrtle Beach, uh, the city council, and work toward getting us back to the convention center, um, I'll tell you that. And Ivan, I mean, he's had lots of conversations with you know industry, you know companies um, about the experience that they have at the convention center. Um, you know, it just provides for a really amazing uh, venue. But with that being said, you know, the mall is still a pretty good venue. And as long as we, you know, plan appropriately ahead of time um, and we and we bring in these added um, experiential values, these increase in, in values, we think that, that you know, the mall will certainly serve uh, its purpose and do exactly what we need to do and allow a an opportunity for the people who want to show their cars, you know, come and show their cars. We just can't take as many cars as we would love to take. Um, same thing as we can't take as many vendors as we would love to take, but, you know, we'll work toward it's, it's, it's a, it's a long plan initiative is to, to rebuild that, that relationship and, and, uh, with the, with the city. Um, and, uh, you know, i I feel pretty confident that, uh, that we will, we've had some good conversations already and we're just, we're working toward that, but this year won't happen. It's probably going to be, you know, a few years down the road before we get there, but, uh, but hopefully we can, but if we can't. Then that's okay. It's not the end of the world. Where there's great opportunities for everybody to uh, to experience an incredible show. Because again, it's not just around the mall, right? The, I mean, how many clubs come to uh, come to the city, and how many you know visitors come you know to to be part of this week long event? It's not just Mustang Week uh, that makes it so special. Um, obviously, we're we're, we're providing um, a reason uh, for a lot of other people to come. But when you look at it as, as a whole, it's the tribal community, it's all the different groups, it's all the different cruises, it's all the different events that are going on the evening that really makes the entire week long experience, you know, what it is today. Um, and that to us is probably one of the most important things that we don't change is like, how do we keep, you know, making this, this, this experience, you know, at the pace, you know, keep at the pace that it's going right now where people are just able to participate and show their love for the Mustang.
0: A good time to also kind of expand a little bit on the fact that, you know, we we really do need everybody's help here in, in the next two or three or four years if we're going to rebuild the relationship and the trust with the city of Myrtle Beach. I mean, Steve, one of the things that's, you know, come to our attention is, is that, Uh, Just over the last several years, you know, there's been a few bad apples that have drawn a lot of attention to themselves and and to Mustang Week in terms of some recklessness um, after hours and stuff. And uh, the city of Myrtle Beach really doesn't respond very well to that. So um, in our attempt to get back into the convention center, I think, you know, for everybody listening, we're certainly going to be looking for everybody's help just to make sure that everybody that's out there and enjoying the show the entire week is just, you know, representing uh, Mustang week and and everybody there uh, just really well and being kind and courteous to the businesses and to the streets and, and being safe out there. We're, you know, we all want to have a good time, but uh, just got to be careful, you know, keep it on the drag strip or or whatever. Right. So.
1: No, you're you're absolutely correct. I will. I, I I hate to say this. I totally agree because it only takes a few people to really become the gossip of the event. And what I mean by that is, you know, if something goes on wrong, uh, you you see videos all too often. Somebody I guess the term I would use is hot dogging it a bit, and they lose control. Um, and it it, it affects you, the event more than people realize. And it's a shame that somebody does this because it's just being selfish on their part. Uh, yeah. so, they, so they get to hear their five O going, well, okay, great. But again, where you want to, as you said, you've got things that, that you want to do down the road. I will say, um, this is my personal opinion. I think moving it to September, however, is a great idea, um, for a couple of reasons. And one, the number one thing is probably the weather. Um, uh, this past july i think everybody was kind of you know we last year this past, uh, july we were uh we were sputting bullets folks it, it was um it was melting light. into the parking lot absolutely absolutely and I, I think that but then the byproduct is of course it is uh, it is you know the vacation time is over so it's you know we they still get great great amount of cars come to the event but it's be, it feels like it's an easier event to maneuver around with or work with as far as just you know, just it has a more relaxed effect to it. And I think that makes for a better event because when people get hot, they get a little hot under the collar. They get a little crazy at times. I think the weather makes a big difference, and I and I, I and I and, I, and I, I think it's a great move to uh, putting it back to that time because I think most people sit there and after going through um, having for I think some people forgot how hot it gets in July because the last <laughs> yeah. number of course in September. Now in July it's like oh my god you you're right we're melting.
2: Well I'm out here in Southern California so you know a little bit of humidity is okay but but when you uh when you get off the airplane you've been out here for for as long as I've been out here and you get back to now don't get me wrong I was raised in East Texas so I know all about humidity but uh, you acclimate right and uh I, I I was dreading the idea of like I don't want to be out there in summer. That doesn't sound like any fun.
1: Well, I moved from Southern California to to the East Coast 25 years ago. And I might tell you what, it's still, I, I still don't, I, I there. I, I can't say I'm acclimated yet to the East Coast. <laughs> there are some days that, yes, but we, I just, you know, California's got great weather. It does get hot. I know you guys are, the offices are in Temecula, which is a little bit more inland from the coastal area. So it can get hot out that way too. But But still, I think the fact is that with the weather being a better situation for for the uh, enthusiasts, I think it makes it a little bit more relaxed time. You don't feel as I, I don't say the word as pressure, but sometimes it just gets so hot and you get muggy, you get uh, short tempered, uh, possibly. You just kind of it just it, it starts to it, it starts to drain a person. That's all I mean by it. So that's yeah. why I, I personally like it in September. I know that there are others that will argue with me to the death that it should be the original dates is in July. But you know, you, yeah, I think overall the benefit is by having it in, in uh, the you know in September. I, I think that's going to make it, uh, it. It'll definitely make an, an impact and make a difference.
2: Yeah, there's definitely benefits to both.
1: No, yeah, you're right. There there is, but I'm just you know I'm saying on my side. I say my my personal opinion, but you're right. I, I I would not disagree with that a bit. But I think overall, I think people are going to be excited. The fact is that you know with the continuation of mustang week and at the same time some of the subtle changes that you've kind of already outlined to people uh which i think are great and going to be be well received i think people become more and more comfortable like you know what let's go to mustang Week and enjoy mustang let's go and do this one event and see some of the things that you're working on because i think it's just going to benefit they're going to see the benefit of what your guys effort is to this because like i said you guys have experience you've got assets you've got uh their connections to make this even more and more enhanced event for people. And that's all they can ask for. I mean, that's, that's what it comes down to is how much, how much can I, you know, enjoy this and see things that, uh, you know, that they may not get to see at other events and such, because it is one of the biggest events, like you said, in the, in the world as far as Mustangs itself. So I think that's just something that needs to be applauded and appreciated. And I think as people get to know you and see you at the show, uh, you're going to find more and more friends with lots of ideas, but you're going to make a lot more of an impact that I, th- that, uh, I think people are going to look forward to seeing in the future. So I, I so that's all for the benefit. I, I think you guys will be, will be great partners for the event, and that's all we can ask for is that we want somebody who's going to you know connect to this passion as you guys obviously have and are going to do, so we know it's in good hands. Can't ask more yeah, than that.
2: Yeah. It's a big initiative for us to, to be well aware of, of you know what people enjoy about the show. Um, uh-huh. you know, we, even even so far as where we openly say, look, there's a lot of things that we know, but I can certainly tell you that when it comes to Mustang Week, there's a lot that we don't know. And so we don't want to go into this thinking, you know, with our guns blazing saying, hey, we know what, you know, everything that needs to happen. So we um, you know, in every conversation that we have with, you know, club owners, every conversation we have with vendors, uh, we asked them, the very first thing we asked is like, what do we need to know? What's your take? What, what works well, what doesn't work well? And then, and then just take that as advice. Uh, we've even gone as far as actually establishing a, a committee of, of ingrained enthusiasts in the space, right? We have people that are from the Myrtle beach area, as well as we have editors that, uh, that have, um, you know, written for, for the various different, uh, Mustang Publications. Over the years, we have you know a a pretty diverse group of individuals whom we have talked with, and we have a number of meetings scheduled where we're just going to continue to wrap with them and get ideas and suggestions, and and really get a good understanding as to you know what can be done with the show, how we fine tune it, take all the information we get from other people, and just you know like I
1: said before, just
2: make a better experience for people.
1: And that's all you can ask. I mean, that's. I think the enthusiasts are excited to hear that. Uh, that's all you can ask. Is you know, is a, we've said all along. Is you know, it's all Well, I, I used to do some work with Disney years and years ago, and their their key for their key phrase was enhance the guest experience, and that's what we're talking about here. It all comes down to that. If, if the if the guest feels that they are being taken care of and getting to see, do and be a part of what they want to see at Mustang Week. They're going to come back, and they're going to tell more people that what's going on. And so I think it just it just it just creates a benefit for that. And I think that's what's exciting about what we're doing is that by having you guys come on board, it's not going to be so much of an unknown quantity and what's going to happen, and a lot of people kind of nervous. I think the more that we you have a chance to kind of get out and let people know who you are, the more they're going to realize that it's a it's a solid group that's taking this over and going to take it to you know to well take take it to the next levels. And, see, and and they don't need to be determined what they are right now, but just know that you've got the people in place that are looking for these things. And they really want to know how this can become even a bigger event, a more important event, because the Mustang, the Mustang owners are so passionate. They really are. I mean, we do a lot of things at the museum that are, we know are effective because it, it, it works to their passion. And I think that's all you can ask for. So one thing i like to as we start to wrap up a little bit, I know we've gone past our normal time. But I like to do this and and um if I, I hate to ask this, I did not tell you this in our pre-conversation because I always like to ask our guests, what do you guys drive right now?
0: I can I'll I'll start. I don't mind, boy. Yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah, so I guess not only am I a little bit of a um a Mustang nut, but I'm I'm a Ford nut too. So I've got a couple vehicles. I've trimmed down what I am owning uh in the last 12 months but currently i have a 2014 f-150 that i drive daily and then i have a 2001 uh mustang cobra that i am building for one of our brands right now uh, for fordmuscle.com it's project apex and that's going to be on display actually at mustang week 2023 in our booth um outside of that i've got a 78 f-250 uh ford pickup um that I will also be building on, on fordmuscle.com. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's it for me. bunch of Ford vehicles.
1: Well, I'm
2: nowhere near as exciting as Ivan. So <laughs> okay. I, have, I have a daughter that's going to college right now. So a lot of my, uh, my project vehicles are, are off to the side and, and uh, non-existent. Uh, but currently what I drive is a 2017 Jeep Trailhawk. And I will tell you that thing's pretty cool. Um, but before that, now I will, let me kind of say this. I'm also afflicted with cars. I have owned a different car since I was 15 every year of my life. So my first vehicle was a 77 Dodge D 100 and then a tree jumped in front of me. I don't know how that happened, but it did. Um, and then my second was, was an 84 Subaru Brad, and I've just had, I've had lots of cars. I've, I've even had a a 69 Ford Rentro GT, which if I had known how rare that was, I would have never gotten rid of it. But I've had a lot of different vehicles over the years, but uh, currently what we have at home is the Jeep. We have a family, young kids, um, and then, um, and then my wife just recently picked up a, a, a BMW 330e. And my daughter, she's she's a bit of a nut. Her first car was a uh, a '69 uh, Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, so she's very passionate about cars. And I can tell you a story about that. Um, but um, now she has, when well, she tricked me into it. Uh, we were off visiting uh, a uh, the in Laguna, what's called the Sawdust Festival. She asked me if we can go to uh, Dana Point to go look at a car. Well, she ended up buying a 2000 BMW Z3. And so she's got that as her fun car. And then she has her little Jetta that she uses every day to drive to and from school and work. Um, And then that's eventually gonna go to my son. But um, I've been talking a lot about uh, buying a a Mustang and Ivan keeps telling me what I should be looking at. And I, man, I'm kind of stuck on that GT350. That thing is pretty rad. So that might be showing up in my my garage here pretty soon.
1: Well, I, 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 I think you'll probably find after one full Mustang week and you see all the cars going by and all the cars that are being there and what have you, it uh, it becomes a little bit of a, uh, I, I don't use the word disease, because, it, but all of a sudden you start to find yourself, you know what, I got to get one of these. I got to get one of these. <laughs> I want to wanna enjoy the fun that these folks are having. So hopefully as that comes about, you may find that uh, that'll push you a little bit further to, uh, or closer I should say, to uh, saying, you know what, maybe I should look at it getting a Mustang, whether it's a three hundred and fifty or just a GT. It's uh, just a fun car to have some a car, a car to have fun with because um, obviously there are a lot of them out there, and there's a lot of enthusiasts, and um, they they all can't be wrong because they're not. They they are definitely on the right track. So hopefully, yeah, as they say, you'll jump in the water a little bit and you'll have one because uh, it's it is a lot of fun and it is certainly a community uh you'll find the passion that they have it's very strong and when you have a car you can even relate to that passion even further so uh with that being said i really want to appreciate you guys coming on i do look forward to uh having you on again probably as we closer to the summer and start talking about you know when you're at a point where the more details about the event so that people can kind of realize you know just the depth of what you guys have done because i'm sure your uh as, uh as your planning area or as they say is the run of the show right now is x but probably by you know june july it'll probably have changed a bit and uh i think that'll be a perfect time for us to let people know more about what you guys are doing and let the it, people who uh listen to our podcast uh have a chance to kind of listen and say hey you know what let's let's make sure we be part of this or at the same time people who are going to always who go every year saying, got to go again, got to go again, and I'm sure they are going to show up. So I think this is going to be – you're going to be the top of the town this year as far as the events. People are going to be excited. They're going to look forward to seeing what you guys are doing because Mustang Week is very passionate to them. It's very personal to them. There are people who have been to every single Mustang Week, and they're not afraid to tell you they've been to every Mustang Week, and they will not also be afraid to tell you they own Mustang Week. So they don't want anyone to mess it up. So, and I don't think you guys will. Don't misunderstand me. But that's—I'm just using that as an analogy of their passion. So uh, I think it's great that uh, I think it's just awesome that you guys are going to be coming on board and continuing the legacy of Mustang um, Week because it is important to the hobby. And I think people are going to be really excited to see this continue. So thank you so much for doing what you're doing and becoming part of our part of our world.
0: Yes. Yeah. Thanks for having us on the show. And, um, you know, obviously I think it's important to mention that everybody should certainly be following along if you're not already on, uh, on the social media channels for, for Mustang week. And, uh, you know, we'll notify everybody as soon as the new website goes live. So that way we can start taking pre-orders for, for apparel and, uh, and keeping everybody up to date. But if, if you're listening and you're not aware of fordmuscle.com, I I would certainly urge everybody to go, uh, to fordmuscle.com and, And subscribe to our newsletter. Um, that is that is one of our brands that's going to be represented at the show. And we'll have an editor also, um, you know, at Mustang Week from fordmuscle.com We'll be we'll be there creating content and finding some cool cars to feature and stuff like that. So
1: perfect. Well, with that, guys, I appreciate you being on board. any last words?
2: No, Steve, really appreciate you, you know, allowing us this opportunity to get to uh get to talk to you and and the people that are listening
1: no likewise uh like we've talked about i've said you know anything we do to kind of help promote and help get the word out there um and as those things come about as you mentioned let me know because we also do email blasts uh to a lot of folks and so we want to let people keep up to date so that they can go ahead and you know when when, when the registration is open let us know so we can let people know that and things like that so uh keep us in the loop and we'll be happy to be promoting to uh you no, know, we gotta, gotta make sure people know what's going on so they can get a full enjoyment of the event. Awesome. So, all right. Well, that, that being said, guys, I appreciate it. Also, and so thank you. And we'll talk again soon. You bet. Thank you. Have a great one.